0: I mean, if it's if an alien squad of soccer players came down from outer space and challenged a team to you know to prevent prevent from destroying the Earth, you wouldn't feel bad about Leicester City.
1: What what? I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast.
2: This is David Smith. Scott Weebe. Brian Chesko. I was doing a little weird dance with your uh I know, yeah. It's tank. good. And it's... my chair was loud, so sorry about that. Dave. No, no
1: worries. I, it, I'm sure it I was probably louder.
2: Uh let's hope so. Let's definitely hope so.
1: <laughs> it's
0: so, sad because this is such a high quality top of the line <laughs> establishment that we got going It's true. Uh, squeaky is, chairs are like the coffee last. Coffee cups
1: clanging around. <laughs> Hold on,
0: I need to take a sip.
2: So, all right, there we go. <laughs> so let's set the stage for where we are right now. We are recording this on Tuesday morning. Hello, Tuesday. Hello, Tuesday. And uh, we've just come off of Match Week Eleven in the Premier League, and it was a good one. We're going to talk about Match Week Eleven. Yeah. Uh, and recap what the fantasy soccer significance was in Match Week Eleven of the Premier League. But we also are looking ahead to an international break, which we've talked about international breaks. How are we possibly at another international break? One a month. Riddle me this. One a month. And it seems oh, like the gosh. Premier League is always just getting to its pinnacle
1: in and then a, greatness. And then
2: a break happens. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but that's where we are. And we'll talk about the, the Premier League matches uh, in the context of fantasy soccer. But, but we also need to talk about the fact that this international break is coming up because all, all, all the world's best players are going off to represent their countries. And that might mean injury. That might mean travel fatigue. Oh, yeah. Coutinho. At this point, nobody who is listening to us should be doing anything with their fantasy soccer lineups yet. Not a thing. No, I agree. You want to wait out the international break first. There might be
0: one reason why. Oh, all right. I have one I have one thing to say about that, but we can get to it. No Um, rush. What a tease. Yeah, seriously. Would it be better to talk about it now? No. Okay. We can talk about it in the context of one specific match. (laughs) Okay. You just remember to bring it back up. Yes.
2: or else this teaser will. Oh no, have made I will no not sense. forget.
0: <laughs> okay. It is essential to what we're going to be talking about.
2: Anyway. <laughs> nice, we're, nice.
1: We've definitely done that before. Teased yeah. and not got to something, <laughs> which I've
0: noticed. Or we've oh, accidentally cut not it out. This day, not oh today. no, not this
2: day. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, the first tip to fantasy soccer success, as we, as you listen to this, as we discuss this, is to not do anything yet
1: on international breaks during Wait the international breaks. Over. Break. Wait till they're over.
2: All right. So, with that said, it is a big international break for us here in the United States. The start of the hex. Uh, one of the things that we've yeah. had going on during, uh, or, or uh, you know, throughout our run here with our podcast is we've also gotten our website up and running, and uh, we've been doing this occasional series called the Casual Soccer Fans or the Casual Sports Fans Guide to Soccer. That's right. And uh, we've had a couple of just basic posts for beginner, beginner, casual soccer fans regarding international breaks and World Cup qualifying. We're about to embark on something called the hex in this country, which is not a post-Halloween scare reference. I was
1: going to say, I mean, does this in, involve
2: witches and goblins, It Scott? certainly does not, but I could, we could make it <laughs> okay. about that if we really wanted to, to twist it into that. No, it is the final stage of World Cup qualifying for the United States. It begins this weekend in this international break and uh, I, I'm only mentioning it because uh, we're going to write about it on our website, Fantasy oh, good. Soccer. Sure. Nice. Fantasy Lother soccer. Tees. Yeah, fantasy fantasysoccerfc.com. Uh, so look for that. Uh, we will make sure that you understand what these United States matches this weekend are all about. But before we can go any further on to the international break, we've got to talk about the Premier League matches from this past weekend. There was so much drama. There was so much movement in the table. We're gonna talk about it all. Are you ready to begin?
1: Why is he
0: oh, so giddy about movement I, in the table, Brian? I don't know. There's a lot of movement in the table. <laughs> I'm not happy about the movement in the table. I'm I feel not like the, I feel like the am not either. Yeah, I feel like the happiness in, in for people within this podcast for sure. movement in the table should be offset by the movement of one other team. <laughs> that the sadness of that sure. should. Let's get
2: to the match to the matches we'll start with who started the weekend in first place they also started sort of kind of the the weekend's matches off we thought it would be pretty straightforward but it was not manchester city won middlesbrough one. wow hey sergio aguero gets the goal for city martin to i don't it, know if i said that right everyone gets the goal. saw that coming well, you could kind of see it coming when you started watching the second half. Yes. But, but no. Who, who would have thought Middlesbrough would get this kind of result?
1: Hey, you know, I always look at things through Arsenal-tinted glasses. Mm-hmm. But that draw that Arsenal had against Middlesbrough last week doesn't seem that bad. It made a little more sense. It, it made a little more sense. Yeah. I mean, look for Middlesbrough, for a club who obviously, what's their one goal? Their one goal is to score stay 40 up. points and stay up, right? The magical 40-point number and stay up. They just took a point off City and Arsenal both away. Like, those are, those are great points. Yeah. Those are points that maybe no other team, you know, lower half of the table team is going to take at Arsenal, at City, uh, the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, that's that's really impressive for them. But you know what? <clears throat> City didn't put them away, just like Arsenal didn't put them away. They let them hang around. They they out. They dominated them on possession, seventy one to twenty nine. They dominated them on shots, twenty five seven on target. To Middlesbrough, five shots, three on target.
0: For a team that's that seems so terrible, mm-hmm. they they've only conceded twelve goals.
2: Yeah. Like
1: comparative to, I mean,
2: in eleven matches.
1: Yeah, the teams like what's their goal differential Paul at the bottom? And it's got to be, it's got to be really good compared to the the. the they've teams. scored ten, right? So so they're a minus two, right? You know, they're
0: it's yes, and nearly a one to one goals for and against. So I mean, you can't.
2: That's as indicative... As, which as is why at, it makes sense they have eleven points in eleven matches. Yeah, like they. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's just that I think ever like you see the team that's the quality of city and you just I think the assumption is really it's just it's, it's just a, a matter e- of- it's an easy assumption to make that you're just gonna you're just gonna roll a team like that and Middlesbroughs Middlesbroughs not having any of it they I, they, they will not have your garbage I know they
1: no they won't will they <laughs> no I I know that we uh, mo- many sports fans hate the word in quotes trap game. City coming off a huge win against Barcelona midweek. Roll into... That didn't
0: help people's assumptions of them just rolling over.
1: No. And then rolling into Middlesbrough and then then struggling. Well, I mean, it's probably something we could expect when you come off a, hey, we just beat Barcelona. We can walk out there and beat Middlesbrough. And Middlesbrough treated it like a, you know, World Cup final.
0: This is one of those games, though, that this, the stats are just so lopsided. And I feel like they, ta- I feel like the announcers, the Premier League announcers in the game, talked about it a lot. Of just, just how, how common, like it's just a commonplace discussion for the insignificance of statistical domination. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it did not matter. Again, yet another. There was multiple of games this week like that. Seventy-one percent possession. Yeah. Twenty-five shots to five. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're just asking to to dominate and you don't get the result
2: and while the top clubs in england are not as good as some of the top clubs in other countries in europe this is part of the reason why dave you are correct that england is the deepest league in the world that the fact that a manchester city who did just beat barcelona handily and, can, and
1: it wasn't like they started their second team or something in this game right <laughs> they were starting their first teamers in this no. game
2: well, and you know it goes to show you know also these these clubs you know Middlesbrough when they are bad they look really bad but they also can do you know some pretty uh, churn out some pretty impressive results. Uh, Aguero owners are happy. Oh yeah. Still got his goal. Yep. Uh so at least that that was saved a little bit. But honestly, this is the third week in a row now where I'm looking at you guys and I'm thinking, who else in Manchester City? Like, what do we do with Manchester City? You,
0: you. you There's got- only a lot of people but Gundogan yes I, I did week. a lot of people I mean, his price is too juicy as tonight. of the <laughs> as of the he's one of those cheapo guys that you can put in your midfield yep uh, if you, you have probably a kapo replacement that sounds um, good yeah um, but still you this is the this is what makes them the most frustrating maybe one of the most Absolutely. frustrating teams to deal with ownership entering this match they had made 28 changes to their starting 11 so far this year, more wow. than the most of any team in their Premier League. One of those changes crushed 16.5% of Premier League owners as Raheem Sterling was rested for the match mm. after 4 weeks of doing nothing. Yeah. So you like and then balance that with the fact that they've been leading for four, the, going into the match, had been leading for 466 minutes, the most of any Premier League team. That stat got padded this week because they don't concede until the, what, the, the 90th minute? Yeah, Was it a stoppage time goal? Yeah. It really, was yeah. at the very, yep. very end. 91st. Yeah. So that's really frustrating for a lot of people, too, who I, in our draft league, started Claudio Bravo, because why not? Why wouldn't I do that? Why Why not? you and, and you give up a clean sheet so not even if you're on the a defender you don't I mean I'm sure there are plenty of people that own John stone still
1: I Ryan that sort of goes back to the narrative I feel like we've been Scott and you love that word that we've been yeah. speaking of the last couple of weeks is I mean I can't tell you how many times I, I tell you I'm so frustrated with captain picks yeah I am tired of getting it wrong trying to think oh this is this is a a great choice. I mean, they're playing a bottom table team. Yeah, and all not. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> this is the first time in the last five weeks I didn't captain Ibrahimovic because I sold him this week. And guess what? Guess what? That got me. He had a brace, of course. And I told everyone last week I was going to sell him. I told you I not sa- to sell him. And I said you, everyone should pick him up. Yeah. Anyways, not we're, not, we're not even talking about that yet. All right, but, yeah.
0: Look, everyone's happy with Agüero. I think. I think if you're a De Owner. You cannot be mad. You can't be mad.
1: He had he had eight points. And he had scored
0: or assisted in seven of the last nine appearances he's made. Two goals and six assists in that time, and his assist was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The assist was the most one of the most perfectly placed passes that he, you can make as a human being.
1: He he bent <laughs> it in. But he kicked it so forward and bent it in. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and it bent in in between two defenders. As Aguero was the only one that could tap it in the, in the net. The only days.
0: thing with him is just is is injury. That's the only thing yeah. that's do. De- I mean, another injury that derailed him a little yeah, bit. But his his form dropped there enough for people to yeah. ask whether or not he might get get traded in January. Yeah. How about a uh, how about a round of applause for George Friend? Yeah. Yeah, hey. both. I said a round of applause, Scott.
1: Yeah, yeah. let
0: George Friend, the friend of all mankind. Uh, <laughs> two clean sheets and an assist now in three weeks. For
1: we got to get him on the podcast. The I motor, perfect, I think, the perfect I think we man. Can effort, is, George Friend. Thank you for get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: has bonus. He has friend. bonus points in three of the last four weeks. He's only four point. He's only four percent owned, and he's at four point four point four billion dollars that's all that he costs you can't be mad about george friend as a defender uh i think not only that not only that i mean he is a he is a defender who gets forward a
2: lot and but you wouldn't have bought him going into an arsenal city fixture list no and here here he comes out of it looking really good their
1: next game's against chelsea who's been demolishing
2: hosting chelsea not
0: for long not until they run, into, they run the, into the, the Middlesbrough 1-1 sh-
2: one, one train shredder. <laughs> I think my favorite part about Shredder's friend defense. is his floppy hair. I love it. It's an endearing look sure. when he's out there. Like right, West Bro. <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, they've got some. City's got a. City's got a decent run. At uh, at least their next two.
1: At Crystal Palace, at Burnley, Chelsea, at and Leicester. The,
0: one so. of the best I don't know. They could draw
2: all those matches.
0: Home to Chelsea. They drew
1: to Mills, be. bro. You're right. They could draw Palace. You're right. You're right.
2: They could draw Burnley. Burnley could beat them. Depends on where it is. Is it at Turf Moor?
1: It is at Turf Moor. Wow, well,
2: they could lose that one. Who knows this year? No one goes into Turf Moor and just wins easily. We can't say we get anything 90% right anymore. No. Arsenal one, Tottenham one. The North London Derby ends in a draw. Arsenal lose out on their chance to take first place after City's draw, but it's understandable given their opponent. Uh, Arsenal's only goal, a Kevin Vima own wow. goal. He stole it from Sanchez. <laughs> that's
1: what he was Vimmer hoping to do. He stole it from Sanchez. In fact, he should let what... Sanchez hit it because Sanchez was offside. So that's what he. <laughs> Harry
2: Kane. Oh, so you are agreeing with that one?
1: He was, but he, he was
0: behind
2: the ball. Yeah, so the Premier League. What did it matter? The Premier
0: League. <laughs> PremierLeague.com dot com has a lengthy explanation about why it was not offside. right now.
2: Yeah. There's been some disagreement for sure. Harry Kane equalized on a penalty kick. A legi- Welcome legi- back.
1: Yeah. Look at that. Well, wait, 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 back wait, wait, Harry wait.
2: Kane. So last week we said, nah, we'll wait on to Harry Kane. Dead wrong. Get him in there. Yeah, you think so? No, he didn't really
1: show a whole lot. I mean, he kicked in a PK. He made it through. Listen, he showed some,
2: enough to be able to be called up for point, England this
1: weekend. Yeah. He's on the England squad. No, it's not. That's a joke. No, it's not. Uh, Either that or that just tells you the state of English football right now. If you have to rely on uh, hoping that a healthy Harry
2: Kane is back. Can we just? Can I? Come on, Charlie Austin's out there. Can we do this really quickly? Here are the five forwards for England: Theo Walcott, who's in form. Yeah, sure. Harry Kane, not Marcus Rashford. Okay, uh, I mean, yeah. Daniel Sturridge. Oh boy, who can't start for Liverpool? Jamie Vardy, who can't start for Leicester City right now.
1: Where's Charlie Austin?
2: I don't know. Get Charlie
1: Austin a break, Brian.
0: Here's what – here's – Harry Kane is not my reason for what what we teased earlier, but he's only down 0.3. He's down from 11 to 10.7 value since the start of the season. I feel like that's weird because a lot of people did own him. It was double-digit percentage ownership – and I can't imagine that you held him. As soon as you found out he was injured, how did most people not sell him at that price? Yeah. It just doesn't seem that, it seems like he's the kind of guy who should drop in value a lot more than that.
2: He's like Coca-Cola stock, man. You know, and even if there's a little dip, they're going to come right back up. But if you're going to get him, I don't, I mean, why not now?
0: This is, look at Spurs next eight, I think. Home to West Ham. At Chelsea, not great. Home Swansea, at United. Who knows what you're going to get there? Who knows? Home Hull, home Burnley, at Southampton, at Watford. I mean, the run that Spurs have coming up yeah. is is so good. He cannot possibly go down in price without now, getting injured again.
1: Your point's valid, Brian. He's going to be the the lowest he is is right now. Like he's only he's That's, only going to go up. It's going to go up. But who do you play in front am... of Juan. What well, do you play him in front of Lukaku? Do you play him in front of Costa? Do you play him in front of Aguero or and maybe Ibrahimovic? But I don't know after this weekend you have to like a little bit more what you see.
0: I'm just thinking that this is one of those guys that you know you could get in who does have a great run of matches who not as many people own. It just I mean the the potential is to have somebody that's that has a great run that is that is owned a small percentage compared to the big names. I
2: think if you're going to own him, every time the Spurs lineup is announced, I'm looking for him. And then the second thing I'm doing right away is I'm looking for Moussa Dembele. He was huge for Spurs in this match. Yeah, And he's the kind of guy, I'm not going to pick him up and put him in my fantasy lineup, but if I'm going to have anyone on Spurs in my lineup, I want Dembele in their lineup as well because he makes them a whole lot better.
1: Now, I think your point's valid. We said this earlier in the season. There was some stats about Spurs' record with Dembele. In the lineup, and he, you know, because of that suspension at the end of last year, he missed the games to start this and year. And he's had
2: one this year already. He's got to stop being stupid. He is so valuable to his yeah. club.
1: Yeah, he's the one that drew the penalty in this game, mm-hmm. right on top of the box, and it was a legit penalty. I, I, I of course hated to see it, but in the replay, it was an obvious penalty, and you know, Koscielny, uh dove, not dove. Well, he, he did. He dove in for the ball. And Dembele did a great job of being shifty, right on top of the box, right on top of the line, and and it was a penalty. It was a penalty.
2: Is it safe to say both both teams obviously get a draw, you know, or get a point from this draw? Is it safe to say this was a better point for Spurs? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I feel like anytime when you're when you're one of the top five six clubs and you drop points for any reason at home, um, it's not good. Look, this draw is better. This point. You could say it's this is semantics, but you're arguing this point's better than the point you got last week when Middlesbrough was at your place.
2: Okay.
1: But it still dropped points, especially when Liverpool didn't drop, when Chelsea didn't drop. You know, City, especially because you saw City drop points, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a chance to go top the table, and you didn't seize it.
0: Yeah. Arsenal winless now in their last five North London derbies, something they had never done up to this point. Under Arsene Wenger, Mm-mm. there's been a Pochettino, few more
1: draws in there.
0: Pochettino unbeaten in his five North London derbies, mm-hmm. something no Spurs manager had ever done in Spurs Premier League history. Yikes!
1: Pochettino does really well, coaches well against against Arsenal. I think he does manages well, not coaches. I said that a second ago, but you know, then also manages well against City. As, or against teams like City, uh, possession style teams, he has a way of of disrupting that and breaking that up.
0: Some of the big commodities. This was a this was a match of disappointing commodities, because you yeah. probably didn't have Kane right yet. Most people, I but wouldn't you imagine. Sanchez was. Lots started. of people yeah. had Sanchez, fifth most captained player for the week. Seventeen hundred dum dums. <laughs> and I mean, I mean that as nicely as possible. Right, 1,700 dum-dums triple-captained him this
1: week. I, I don't is, know why. Why would you you're, ever you're do that?
2: You're hoping for a 3-3, I guess. Well,
1: no, but Tottenham, the last two years, has been one of the top defensive teams in the league. This was never going to be a high-scoring game. The games between Arsenal and, and Tottenham, at the most, might be a 2-2 game, maybe. Yeah. Um, Sanchez doesn't
0: do anything. Walcott, Theo Walcott, again, doesn't do anything subbed off, not early, but definitely not. does not make it. Did he play the full 90? I
1: don't think he played the full 90. No, he, Chamberlain came in for him.
0: So he was already, this is exactly why with Kane, a, th- a .3 in, in a price drop for Harry Kane seems strange to me, knowing that his injury was going to be pretty extensive. Theo Walcott was transferred out by nearly 300,000 people. Wow, and dropped 0.3 in one week. That's so weird. that's exactly why I don't understand that the, that Harry Kane's not cheaper than he look.
1: Is. If Walk, I didn't notice that. If Walcott's price dropped 0.3, he's still he's still going to be a a good value going forward. I mean, it, it's not like you know his last five games six thirteen three zero when he didn't play, and then two.
0: That's a lot of reaction though for folks yeah that's some that's some good that's, that that's some, good some good that's hive some mind reaction. there that I think is was actually working della Ali out a few weeks yeah according that to probably Pochettino. caught
1: some people that might have caught some people off yeah that too. definitely did
2: pro- be- oh, sorry ahead, guys no. the
0: last thing is that that pro- I'm assuming that helps Eric lamella but it should probably also help the unluckiest man in the world Christian Erickson
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that guy man moment of silence for Christian Erickson. Hey, he said silence. You're laughing. It's not funny.
1: <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> Spurs is going to spur.
2: Spurs is going
0: to spur. He, when, when his free kick dropped into this corridor of uncertainty, Dave, mm. did you did you, you a little bead of sweat came off your head? I tightened up a little bit. I'll bet.
1: <laughs> Things tightened up a little bit.
0: How did it not go in?
1: I don't know. There was no a, one touched it. Walcott had a shot in the first half that banged off your favorite spot, the under underside of the post.
0: Greatest spot should be worth a half point.
1: <laughs> it
0: should little, light up. It remember. should light up. There should be a a, a a mirror ball should drop down and and it should start spinning. and Disco starts playing if you do that.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. It's truly amazing. I, listen, I, I don't think this game's going to change much on on your fantasy decisions. It with should. players on the team. It's a derby. No. Uh Arsenal's upcoming schedule at United off the break. Bournemouth
2: at West Ham Stoke. Good run. Manchester United have the have the worst matches coming off of the international break.
0: I love um it. the only other guy, my guy, the guy that I I I love Mezed Ozil, Ozil so much. I that is he is honestly one of my favorite He's one of my favorite people. His sits, his, it's because of
2: his raccoon eyes, isn't it?
0: Yes, what's, I cannot get over those. It's mesmerizing. really his eyes,
1: <laughs> Brian? What do you like about him? Because I want to I talk about it, something I've noticed recently.
0: I just think that he's such a. I just think he's such a uh, uh, an easy player to watch. He just look. He makes it look so natural. Yeah. He makes soccer look like it, it's. The, uh, he's playing what he was designed by at kind birth to
1: do like glides sort of yeah. effortlessly like he
0: is i just i there are a few people that i i've found that i just the guys that i'm like i want i wish i could have his face on a shirt that i wear
1: he has i feel is like that
0: a good way of
2: scott <laughs> that's the highest honor <laughs> i can pay wow. is that i want to wear you on a shirt we ever sell merchandise on our website we're gonna do yeah urzel outline face shirts yes
1: i think he has this ability to gauge the people around him and the speed that they're moving and just move just shifty enough, just a little bit faster, just so they can like, they can't get to him. Does that make sense? Like, it never seems like he's putting out a ton of effort, which is on some points you as a manager, you're probably like, you know, maybe give me some more effort, but he's able to, to mm-hmm. kind of keep it on cruise. His role has changed a ton this year, yeah. right? Last year at this point, he was leading the league in assists mm-hmm. this year. Things, the, the way he's been playing in that number 10 position has totally, is totally different. And it, I don't think it's hurt Arsenal's performances. I think on some level it's only enhanced it. He is making, at times when Sanchez comes out of the middle, Ozil is the one making those runs on the through balls and, the, and other things and giving himself chances to score. Yeah, assists
0: in consecutive matches. I think it's for the first time this season. He's still the guy. I mean, I, I feel like he's the, he's one of the safest players to own he's
1: really expensive though nine so, nine point six in his last yeah. five games three ten three five and five so i mean there aren't those aren't great numbers but i think those are numbers that can get better yeah for sure
2: Arsene banger right now has a uh, a column on the arsenal club website it's honestly this man needs to write tragic novels when he retires from football it's amazing uh, the, the title is My Regrets from the Derby. Yeah, sure. Uh, it just felt like what the perfect a, he's thing. He's not to,
1: allowed to have any regrets?
2: No, he, he is. It's just there's something about him. His, his, his face, his posture, his body language, his accent, uh, his tone of voice, that just it brings in. There's so much emotion that's brought in with the words that he says. It's, yeah. He just He's a tragic figure in his own life. If, but I thought I should bring that up because... But isn't that
1: a great narrative?
2: Oh. Well, for Arsenal, that's <laughs> pretty much been the only narrative.
0: If Manuel Pellegrini is the is the evil Claudio Ranieri, Arsene Wenger is the sad... <laughs> the, sad
1: the sad Claudio? Yes, yes.
2: So, Dave, I thought that would be a perfect thing to talk about because he had his own Arsenal moment on the club website. Now I'd I'd like for you to share yours coming uh, off of this North London Sure, Darwin.
1: sure. Well, listen, let's... Uh... Let's talk some Arsenal. Well, I think it was a pretty good derby. Not not really good, just just kind of pretty good, Brian. There was you. there was plenty of drama, shots hitting the, the wood-slash-metal work, because let's be honest. Some kind of composite. Yeah, I mean, it's not wood anymore, right? I don't think so. But both sides were hitting them wood-slash-composite-slash-metal work. <laughs> both, both managers making subs to go for the win. But all we got was a draw, Scott. That's all we got. We got a 1-1 draw. You never want to drop points at home, even to a good team. So it's better than a draw last week to Middlesbrough. But it's still drop point. And in the title race, that is looking very exciting and extremely beyond close. It really hurts. Especially when you watch how Chelsea's been playing and Liverpool, both teams, looking in just about some of the best form you can look, I think, in the League. Both teams not having European football. So, in summary, hey, it's not a horrible point. It's not a bad point. But you better keep up with the Joneses. Liverpool and Chelsea, they got those engines moving. Mm. Yeah.
2: Speaking of the Joneses. Which Joneses? Liverpool Jones six. Oh boy, Watford one. Goal explosion! Oh my! I, it just it just once it started it it wouldn't stop.
1: Wind, wind, oh hey Brian wind him up. The ho wind wind up Scott, and, the, and let him roll. From the ho
0: hum Arsenal uh, Spurs North London Derby, to would they have they would still be kicking the ball into the net right now. If, we, if they were still playing,
2: the general consensus is they scored six. It probably should have been ten. And the funny thing about it is that Watford wasn't terrible. No, they weren't. Coffee ran out. The, Watford wasn't terrible in this match. Uh, they they showed a lot of skill. And if you look at the stats in this match, you know they held their own. They had they had plenty of opportunities on their own, uh, pulling those up now. But uh, the goals for Liverpool, two for Sadio Mane. Uh, one for Coutinho, one for Emery Chan, Firmino, and then Wijnaldum at the end.
0: I think they all scored. I think every single player <laughs> that was rostered <laughs>
2: well, scored. Well, the only one who didn't and probably should have was Daniel Sturridge. He came on with 20 minutes to yeah. go, had two great chances, both off of the crossbar. They, he, he looked really good as a substitution. Where
0: is he going in the January transfer window <laughs> to return to first-team football?
2: i don't know the one rumor that still is pervasive is psg
0: oh yeah i was going to say non-premier league
2: yeah Uh, i mean that's certainly a possibility i mean liverpool is going to have to do something up front um you know they the style of play is 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 harsh on these guys and we see it you know knocks are showing up constantly it's a good thing that they're de- as deep as they are, but they they are going to need more reinforcements up front. I've talked about Danny Ings in past weeks. He's now out for the year once again, another injury, which is a, a really sad situation. But going back to Watford's stats just for a bit, Liverpool 28 shots, 17 on target. The most ever in a Premier League match, 17 shots on target.
0: That's not going to help you.
2: No, but L- Watford had eight shots of their own on target. Uh, they were not terrible. Uh, you know, possession went Liverpool's way, sixty to forty percent. But, but Watford, you know, they did what they could. Liverpool's attack is just unstoppable right now, unless you're willing to entirely commit to parking ten guys behind the ball. If you're willing to do that, looking at you, Burnley. Looking at you, Manchester United. Then you've got a chance to at least slow them down and hope for a counterattack. Uh, but more and more, that Burnley match just seems like a weird anomaly.
1: When you are not parking the bus, what's going on is you are opening up lanes. <clears throat> from, from the uneducated soccer mind, maybe slightly educated soccer mind, at least I'd like to think myself of, when I'm looking at it, it, what seems to me, and obviously I've never been in Klopp's training sessions, and I have no idea exactly what his theories are. But this is what it seems like watching Liverpool. They have five guys in the midfield who continually fill. He has certain lanes moving forward that Klopp wants to fill, and he doesn't care who fills them. It's almost like, uh, Brian, and this is not a basketball podcast, no, but when you get out on a fast break in basketball, yeah. you have three lanes, middle, left, and right, that you want to be filled as you are attacking like a three-on-two going moving towards the basket. It feels like oftentimes Liverpool – are filling lanes on fast breaks going towards the basket and like i said they have so many moving parts it's tough for defenders to pick up they are all good in space they understand the lanes that Klapp wants them to be in and they also understand where their teammates where their teammates are going to be in those lanes that's what it looks like to me going forward and it is like they're playing shit you know golden state fast break basketball it's ridiculous, and this is not a basketball podcast.
0: Yeah, they run like crazy, and it's constant running, and there's and everyone is moving so fluidly, and Firmino looks so good all the time, and Sadio Mane looks like lightning, and Philippe Coutinho is dangerous every single time he has the ball at his feet. And, and it's every single attacking player. Their defense is just not, not great, but in this
2: match, didn't. I mean, I it can't imagine matter. it's going to matter very no, often. It doesn't matter. When you score six, you can give up a goal that's perfectly fine. And that's where the you know the narrative has changed a little bit. Yeah, Watford had to get that token goal, remove any chance of a clean sheet for Liverpool in this match. <laughs> but it doesn't matter when you're going to score four to six per match. And right now they're averaging just under three per match. You know, you're going to win no matter. That's
1: what. crazy. They're almost averaging three goals per. Thirty match. goals
2: in eleven matches. Amazing. And you know, I we've talked at length in past shows, so we won't do it again about which Liverpool midfielder you play. It you're going to benefit matter. when the, if you play any of them. Right now, you know, you you have said, Dave, that you like Coutinho the best, and honestly, he's probably the best option if you can afford him. Uh, he had a goal and an assist in this match, but Mane scoring two goals. Obviously, you know I kept the faith on him. and is cheaper
1: was, than Mane. No, he said, if you can afford him, yeah, at eight point
2: seven. Uh, that's good. And then Firmino had one goal. But he also had two assists. And then Adam Lalana, you know the you know the no, you know the f- quick fourth option that's in there. <laughs> You're right. No goals, but two assists. They're all just sharing the wealth. You're going to benefit by playing two of them. Just yeah. pick two and stick with them. It's, yeah. It is
0: worth having two. And that's another – that's not the guy that I was referring to when I teased at the beginning, but Coutinho is another one of those guys that like – and it's terrible to do this obviously prior to the international break knowing what that uh, usually means for South American players. Yeah. But, I mean, at the at the price that he is – and what he's doing right now? What is he third in scoring? Yeah. Uh, to get the price that a person is, I, I just you either have to do it right away, or you run the risk of of not being able. If we've already had that happen to people that are sitting in this room more than once, where it's like I want to transfer this guy, in, but I'm going to wait, and then all of a sudden they get bought a lot. There goes their price up enough to make it.
1: Make now all of a sudden unattainable. Yep. So so frustrating.
0: I know it's very frustrating. I wish there was a way. If there was, you know, someone you could hurt to to make that not happen, like a person's face to punch or something, sure. like where that would <laughs> sure. stop it. But it, but I, you don't want to resort to violence.
2: Proof of what we're talking about: Coutinho second among all midfielders in scoring. Firmino second. fourth. Yep. Mane sixth. Lalana eighth.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow.
2: Milner not far behind in 14th.
1: Scott, are Liverpool title contenders?
2: Yes, absolutely they are. The only thing that's going to hold back Liverpool is their own ability to maintain this pace. That's the only thing that's going to hold them back. Again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. You look at who the other top clubs are in the league this year, Chelsea, City, and Arsenal are in the top four with them. Tottenham not far behind. Okay, First of all, they already beat Chelsea at Chelsea. They beat Arsenal at Arsenal. They drew with Tottenham at Tottenham. I mean, that's that's a big that's deal. Those, those big matches are out of the way. So now they've just got to hold their own at home.
1: How many more times do they have to play Burnley?
2: <laughs> just once more at home. Okay, all right. <laughs> and that will not be a loss this time. <laughs> I guarantee you. Oh, be careful. They might drop eight on Burnley. Be careful at, at, what you live, say about old Anfield. Tom Eaton. No, no, no. He'll they'll, they'll find a way through. He might have
1: 57 saves.
0: Those two. He
2: <laughs> might set not a save love. record that
1: game, Brian, <laughs> Yeah, at
2: Anfield. They have those two big matches still to play against City. But if you look at who those clubs are and how they play, the thing that you were just talking about with with any kind of attack, any kind of opportunity for a counter for Liverpool, City plays in a way that allows Liverpool to do that. Arsenal plays in a way. uh, Chelsea plays that way. That's why they've already had success against two of those three clubs. There is no other club that is going to be top five. And right now I'm, I'm saying that we have five. There are five and a half teams that could still have a chance at the title united has the players that they turn it around they could get there still they're not playing like they're going to but they but could yeah. but with this top five none of them are going to be able to, to to beat liverpool with consistency so no, none of them are going to scare liverpool in preparation because they play in a way that allows liverpool to score goals so yes they are absolutely title contenders the only thing that's going to get in their way is their own health and ability to maintain this base chelsea Five.
0: Oh, I thought we were going to Sunderland.
2: Everton. <laughs> nil. Wow.
0: We just move on.
2: Oh, okay. Well, let's just, let's just talk about it briefly, okay? Because uh, this is actually pretty relevant to the Premier League, con- the narrative that's going on right Holy now.
1: Holy smokes.
2: Eden Hazard with two. Marcus Alonso with one. Costa gets one. Pedro gets one. Another that's clean sheet for the defense. I have made
1: this horribly and obviously clear. I do not like Chelsea football club. But good grief, they look unreal. This is the best I have seen them look in maybe in the last five years plus. They never looked this good underneath Mourinho. No. Not scoring five goals, this is what everyone used to say Mourinho had in talent. A team that could score five goals, yet he would win games one and two to nothing.
2: It's Mourinho's defensive dominance coupled with offensive. A performance that's unmatched. Except Hazard by Liverpool. is
1: feeling amazing. Costa is controlling himself. I mean, how many games has he played, Brian? With four yellows, it's been like too many. It's been four <laughs> or five games. <laughs> too many. That he's picked that he's played without picking up a yellow. Pedro is finally starting to look good. Good grief! Victor Moses continues to look good. Scott, what's the stat? How many um, they've given up? They, they in the last what four or five games they've scored sixteen goals and conceded none. That sounds right. Is that the stat? That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, they're up to they se- they're up
0: to second in goals goals conceded.
1: Aspiliqueta, Cahill, and then Marcus Alonso. Listen, Marcus Alonso, his last five games six, six, eight, six, 13. Cahill last last five games. Six six fourteen six six. Let's do this again. 7-8, seven
2: six seven eight six. Just high numbers all yeah. over the place.
1: If you, I mean, they are their defense is killing it. Yeah. I said, and of course, if you couple that with a with a hazard or Costa, you are rolling. Yeah. That we said earlier earlier in the season. We were looking at it, and Costa was the only—I mean, this is five weeks ago. We would have said Costa's the only person worth owning mm-hmm. on Chelsea Football Club. Now they have five or six guys that you're like, holy crap, how can I squeeze him in my lineup? Do I have to tell people about <laughs> How
2: it? can I break the Fantasy Premier League site so I can play them all?
1: Oh my gosh, it's, it's unbelievable. Chelsea's upcoming schedule at Middlesbrough, Spurs at City West Brom.
2: You, it's I mean, gonna be yeah. interesting. there's no and, one and beyond no, that no. and
0: beyond that it's it's still great i mean they're next it's the
2: same thing they're it's they, they transcend don't. opponents at this point yeah like it doesn't matter who they play until you know the the worst thing that could have happened to chelsea was the international break why stop playing right oh, i mean when you're so on this true. streak like that's the only thing that could stop them it it wouldn't it would surprise me, but not shock me, if we had another one-one draw with Middlesbrough only because of the international break. David Luiz coming back from Brazil—I'm assuming he was called up. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, something like that. But but we have to we have to talk about the fact that it was Conti's formation change. That was that was the op. That's the one major Look, thing that's changed.
1: I don't. I think the major thing that's changed is how he's gotten the players to play. I don't. I don't. I I know he's a good. Uh, tactician and manager, I, I get that. I don't believe this is complete formation. Chelsea's players. What he has done is he is he is freed up. It's almost like he's completely just taken chainmail off his players who've been been weighed down for so long, and all of a sudden they realize they can they can run and move and be quick and not be sluggish and like and have fun again. That's what it looks like for me. He has like changed the the. the the locker room. Brian, whoever the locker room dad is is doing a great job in there. Well,
2: I, I guess it's Conte. How about this though? Conte. So you're right. Maybe it's not I, I'm not saying it's, you know, the fact that the, the formation itself, the but, players but are performing of in the formation
1: are giving it to But there's the something about
2: change. Well, there's something about that change that it, whether it was physical or whether it was tactical or or just mental like you're saying, something about that did take some sort of burden off these players and made them and and helped them perform. It, it, it's been stunning, absolutely I, stunning. I told
0: you this was annoying. Yeah, that we should have just moved on. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're well, right. Well, look,
2: but but we wouldn't be doing uh, we wouldn't be doing Premier League uh, podcast a service and not talk about yeah. But Chelsea you want to annoy time. people? Look, <laughs> Chelsea. I, I hope we have some Chelsea Chelsea fans streak.
0: Out there. The only the only team that is uh, that is as close to their. Uh, unbeaten streak at home against spurs is everton they have not lost in their last 22 matches at home Hmm. to everton a streak that started in 1994 how about that and
2: everton are not this bad yeah they're not this bad
1: that's the other thing we need to talk about quickly and then we got to move on they're not everton they looked bad they looked horrible
2: yes but they're not this bad this is this is the buzzsaw known as chelsea right now at its peak performance. I mean,
1: yeah, but I feel like kuman is gonna. I mean, well, he was drowning puppies after this game, right? <laughs> I mean, he was like Brian. You didn't want to be talking to Kuman No, after this I wouldn't game, guess. Is that illegal
2: no. in the Netherlands?
1: I don't know. I, mean, okay. it's probably, I, hope, I hope it's a little illegal everywhere. But let me tell you, like <laughs> kuman, I feel like he's a guy that like it gets to a point and and like he, he's just gonna completely gonna snap.
2: Yeah. And just. It's the it's well, the Dutch Van Hullness like uh, you know I
0: mean maybe it's just that the Cumin train was chugging along at a, at an average to a slightly above average pace and they just felt like we can just cruise a little bit here we're going to Chelsea but and we've never won there since 1994 <laughs> maybe we can just take this one a little bit easy guys <laughs> let's sit back. Maybe relax a little bit. Oh my. Romelu, you're in such good form right now. You're, you'll are you probably get one or two, right? Yeah, yeah okay. All right, well, well, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's just take this one easy on three. Easy on four. Ready? One, two, three, four.
2: <laughs> easy. <laughs> Lukaku is still a good person to have at, at striker. He didn't even have a touch on the ball in the penalty box. It's Not shocking. a single I, touch I'm, on the ball.
1: Uh, mind-boggling stuff. That's not going to happen again this year.
2: Chelsea, That's not.
0: Chelsea... Uh, Fifth straight clean sheet. Their longest streak since 2010, it's when they unreal. had sixth
1: It is. Amazing. Everton
0: had conceded only eight goals going into the match. All they season, they were second. Yes, they all conceded season. eight all season. They were in second behind and Spurs. They gave up. Five. They are now tied for sixth with United for goals conceded. And just oh, in one match. This is the where I was going to say where. About don't not do anything before the before the international break, you might not have a ch- a choice with Hazard. He's first. He's the top scorer in Premier League. Yeah, he's at ten point one. It's up only a little bit since last week. He's transferred in a million. It will be ten
1: point three at it's least. Gonna, yeah. by the time the next week uh, match week starts. You
0: said their next eight. Middlesbrough, home Spurs, which is not great, and then at City, which is not great. But like Scott said, I mean, do you care? Then home West Brom, at Sunderland, at Palace, home Bournemouth, Bournemouth, home Stoke. <laughs> like after after their matches against Spurs think, and, yeah, City, and City, it's, I mean, it's just like.
1: Uh, and that's finishing up the segment, right? I mean, that's, that's yeah. going to be like if you're trying to get players on that final yeah. run, the way Hazard is, get like, I would agree, Brian. Get him in your lineup now. And worst case, yeah, worst case he might, if he gets injured. What's going to happen
0: over the international break to Eden Hazard?
1: Maybe he picks up a knock.
0: Maybe. nothing. nothing That could happen to anybody, anytime.
1: Yeah, I know. But you're right. His price is only going
2: up. Swansea, one. Manchester United, three. Zlatan! Damn you, Zlatan! He scored two. Pogba also scoring a laser. Laser volley. Yeah, that's
1: the stuff. The Pogba believers, that's the stuff that they've been believing in that he can do.
0: Do you know what I wish he would have done? Because he was trying to do that. Do you know what I wish he would have done after he scored that? Why? Because it was such a great such A gun, great goal. pog boom? I wish he would have just retired. <laughs> I wish he would have taken his jersey off and handed it to somebody on the pitch and then walked off, and then that was it. And then he announces his retirement after
1: that. I can't tell you how many... Adidas commercials uh, of Pogba that I've watched this season. Yeah, already. you see him constantly, and that one spot on the commercial where it goes Pog boom, yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, kind of like Klopp would say it, probably. You know, I felt like that was this in the in the match.
2: Don't bring Jurgen into this. Oh come on, boom, boom,
1: boom. boom, boom. Somebody <laughs> needs to tell
2: <laughs> Paul Pogba that
1: that
0: that dabbing is dead in the United States. Did, did he? I didn't notice. That's, did what, he been, that's what he does.
1: Oh, so annoying. Yeah. So I so anyway. need to
2: tell a lot of Americans that that's dead well, in the United States.
1: Someone needs to tell a lot of Americans what that means. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Holy crap.
2: Wayne Rooney looked, looked all right.
1: Wayne Rooney with two assists. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: Looks like uh, the f- a facilitator. He just needed a little break. He just Is needed a little rest. Yeah. Maybe a little wake-up call? Mm. Not buying him. But No. Well, How about Zlatan getting back on the score sheet, Scott?
2: Hey, he's halfway to a dozen.
1: Unbelievable.
2: Which makes me a little scared. Although that yellow card late didn't do him any favors, I don't, no, he well, is suspended dumb, for the next match.
1: It is yeah. interesting, Brian. You won't see him apologize much.
2: Yeah. The, by, he
1: apologized when he realized. I don't think he realized when he did got that yellow what that meant him missing the Arsenal game.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say he's gonna miss playing Arsenal after the break. I am
1: okay with that. <laughs> we, we all know how Mourinho is gonna play that match. <laughs>
2: Mourinho's going to play that
1: match. Yeah, Scott's just knocking over bookshelves and things.
2: A little bit more noise to put it back in place. All right, (laughs) there we go.
1: We're all set. Um, We know how Mourinho – look, we know how that match is going to play out. Mourinho knows how to play against Wenger. He's had a lot of success over the years. Oh, boy. We know how that – You're already
2: preparing for another draw, aren't you?
1: Absolutely. Well, listen, (laughs) he drew Liverpool, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he knows knows how to to play in those games, and he's going to be without his top striker. Not that Rashford can't fill that spot, Rashford might do really well. Actually, in fact, Rashford, you know, at last year his coming out party was against Arsenal, hmm. so you know, what's uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, United, um, listen, Daily Blend, maybe you'd want to own as a defender. Well,
0: Blend Shaw and Chris Smalling all missed this match. Yeah. Afterwards, Mourinho called out Shaw and Smalling questioning their commitment and bbc is suggesting that 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 they want out that they're that this is like a move to get them out he he said you don't because he he questioned smalling saying that he didn't feel like he could play that he wasn't a hundred percent and went on a a pretty extensive thing you know just saying like I've known a lot of players that have played, you know, how many players do you know that would have said they weren't hundred percent when they played and questioned the commitment level of both guys, like to, and their ability to to play. I that's a rough one, man. I and now with Valencia out for however many weeks with that arm fracture, like is even in a even in a three one win, like it is against non confident Swansea. I mean, I don't know, man. Zlatan needed the confidence boost, but yeah. coming off the international break and then having to play Arsenal is not going to help. Uh,
2: not going to help them. Speaking of Swansea, things are not good for our boy Bob Bradley. He needs a win quickly. Quickly. Well, but I don't think anyone's going to look at him and fault him in these results. Oh, I think the fans are. Booed off of the pitch at halftime. What
1: do they do expect? Do they really do expect that they're going to win this game?
2: There's a difference between... Were they
1: expecting him to win the win against Arsenal? It's, it's
2: how you lose. It's how you lose to the top clubs. Tony Pulis has got West Brom fighting no matter what the result is against, against top clubs. That's why no one's talking about P- Pulis. Of course, their team's also in 11th right now. But, right. Uh, you know, when... David Moyes' Sunderland squad just gives up against Arsenal when Swansea looks this bad against Manchester United. It's not just the fact that they're losing, it's how you lose. If you put in an exciting performance and you fight and you work hard no matter what, the fans aren't going to boo you. It's the apparent lack of effort. And it's it's not looking good there in Swansea for, for Bob Bradley or for the Swans. They're uh, five points from 18th place. Leicester won. West, wait, were there any other matches this weekend? Or should, we should just stop right here, right?
1: I don't know. No,
2: no I no, we're definitely him. talking about this next one. Yeah. Okay, so Leicester 1, West Brom 2. Islam Slimani for Leicester, but it didn't matter. James Morrison and Matt Phillips get the win for the baggies.
0: A few weeks ago, when you looked at the schedule and you thought, who is it that's going to break Leicester's consecutive unbeaten streak at home? <laughs> who could it possibly be? What percentage chance would you have put it on West Brom?
2: To be the one to do they that, you wouldn't.
1: West Brom isn't the same West Brom of the zero point zero. No, they
2: are not. They are man. not. They are better. They are. Now they're still in eleventh.
1: They actually have a little bit of an attacking cutting edge. They
2: do. They Matt don't Phillips, look terrible.
1: Matt Phillips is is really starting to come on as a player too. Yeah, he. This I mean, he was fortunate
2: weeks. for this goal though. No, Danny Drinkwater, I, I get major it. major issue. No
1: doubt, but he had an assist as well in the game. My point being. Last couple weeks, he has been in and around the goals that are going in for West Brom.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm just saying, like, right. for, for a fantasy own, I'm not willing to go out and buy him. He had 13 points this week. He's a 5.1, but uh, it, he's an interesting consideration. You're intrigued by him. For well, your fifth midfield or someone, like if, if you're front loading your midfield and you're looking for a, a, a someone who's cheap, who has a chance maybe to score some points, but who's been playing every week. Phillips is not a bad look.
2: Lester are already at the a uh, manager apology stage of oh. of the downward slide.
1: It's really it's it's November. Let's see who thought that that would probably happen. Hmm. Oh hmm. well, no, Dave, you're pretty. They might have though. that.
2: They might have that weird, uh, weird, um, you know, dichotomy where they're going to be, you know, fighting relegation in the Premier League and in the knockout rounds of the Champions League. I mean, that's really where we're headed. Leicester's only a couple no, they've of They've already
1: qualified for the knockout rounds. But they're in the, Just about. They're in the most cupcake. They literally are in the most cupcake they Champions League draw they will you could advance. ever imagine. Yeah, but if they get the
0: dilly-ding-dilly-dong in the Champions League, they're, they're, I mean, they they have a chance to beat anybody. I mean, if, if an alien squad of soccer players came down from outer space and challenged... A team to you know to prevent prevent from destroying the earth. You wouldn't feel bad about Leicester City. <laughs> what
1: what I have no idea what just happened. There. <laughs> Look, what is amazing. Look, the point is. <laughs> well, what's the point? Yeah, get to that. Look,
0: the point is Leicester <laughs> City has they have a different mindset in two different leagues. Yes, they've they've already said so. I much. don't
1: think it's. Maybe. I think maybe it's convenient because that's the only place they can win right now is the Champions League. And so they're like, oh, yeah, we have different mentality in the Champions League. No, I think it's because you've been playing freaking cupcakes. I will say this. Th- this was the same. This is exactly what Leicester was the last couple years. The team that we see right now, it just goes to show how ridiculous last year was. Yeah, that's true. It just It just emphasizes to me how amazing for them – Last year was the miracle season that it was because this is really this is who they are, this is who they are. Fourteenth in the table, losing at home to West Brom two to one, you know, and their fans are are so you know or you know they're crickets now. You don't hear anything from them, Scott. Well, they didn't. And, they and, didn't have Casper Schmeichel. That doesn't help them. And to
0: your cupcake point, Dave, they yeah. are on a run of matches. They are one of the other teams that's coming up. No on doubt, a huge positive run of matches at Watford Middlesbrough at At Sunderland Sunderland, and then city home city not great cherries at at cherries at stoke home Everton home West Ham and then at
1: Middlesbrough again like there's a potential in the next however many if if they don't turn it around if they don't get some points in the next three they really are going to be in a relegation yes absolutely at at what next three are huge for
2: them. At Sunderland all two Southampton one Weirdest result of the week. Charlie Austin with a penalty kick for uh, the Saints and all of the Charlie Austin fantasy owners out there. But Hall gets the win on goals by Robert Snodgrass and Michael Dawson, who avenges his own goal last week.
0: What? S- Robert Snodgrass comes back. He's and an enigma. And, an em- and he immediately destroys people. Just destroys. He
2: just can't stay on the pitch. As of last Friday,
0: Mike Phelan says he was Snodgrass was going to resume training, but Sunday's match could be too soon for him. I think not, Brian. He walks onto the field and scores a goal and has an assist. Yeah, he's one of those guys. It was it was him and some other. There was a few others this week that you see. He's in the lower the lower tier of price he's a range 5. 5. of guys who are absolutely crucial. To their team's success, and he's De he, uh, DeFore he takes their from Burnley, kicks, Burnley. And he is takes one of PKs. those guys. I might put Gilfie into that category. Yeah. like the lower guys that are doesn't matter how bad the team is, a guy that's absolutely essential to what they do, and and it, and, it, and, it, and it is not probably not ever going to hurt you to own him just because. That's a really of good how, point. I don't know. There. He
2: did so well. His his first five matches were so great, and then his next five were two, two, one, two, zero, and then he drops a fourteen spot in this one. Well,
1: I mean, it's, he, it's hard. He, he it's hard to gauge.
2: It. You've got to commit to Robert Snodgrass. Well,
1: I don't think you're relying on him every week.
2: But sure, but you're going to have to. It's it's playing the lottery to pick which matches he's going to he's going to do well on. I I wouldn't have picked. Yes, he's at home, but I wouldn't have picked against Southampton. Yeah, probably not. Can we? What has happened to Southampton? I don't know. They're just your classic mid-table, unpredictable, inconsistent club. That's what they are. I mean, they, they when they're good, they're really good. They're like fifth, sixth place material. When they're not good,
1: they are underachieving.
2: They're fifteenth or sixteenth place. I'm not saying that they have. I, I don't know that we can make any kind of definitive statement about them. They just they're just really inconsistent. They look really good some weeks. Because we've, we've been saying good things about them not that long ago, just a few shows back. But they also have the ability to look really, really poor at times. That's sort of in the story. Isn't that the story? Like That's what makes the it's Premier the upside down. so... We, we exactly. don't know what to think exactly. week by week. It's
0: bizarre. At, Dusan Tadic continues his Christian Eriksson impersonation. No. Three more chances created this match. Puts him at 31 Chances created for teammates on the season. Only second to Dimitri Payet. Still no goal produced from any of the chances. Amazing. It is amazing.
2: West Ham won. Stoke won. Glenn Whelan's own goal puts West Ham up until Boyan equalizes the substitute, Boyan.
0: Man, Joe, freaking Joe Allen. No, I was going to say freaking Mikel Antonio.
2: Freaking he, Dimitri Payet. Yeah, well, freaking Glenn it, Whelan blocking his shot. It
0: hurts both guys because it, it was credited to Antonio. He finally gets and back it was on his Payet's sheet. assist. It was going to be Payet's assist, and then it goes to a Whelan own goal and Antonio assist. So at least you still
1: get points like, if if you held Antonio. But the committee man. of dubious goals, or what? what what's their official name, Scott? The, the I like I like that name. No, I, I think that someone the
2: dubious in, goal goal committee, committee or something. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah.
1: someone's making that decision. Like it's just such a like. Whelan doesn't want the.
2: I believe goal. Antonio, and if it's
1: in such a question, Antonio <laughs> wants it, and Payette wants it. Of course, the Antonio. So why not just leave it the way everyone
0: no, wants it?
2: truth is truth, Dave. I believe truth that his,
0: the way that Antonio put it was, I can't believe the cheek of those guys not giving me the goal. Exactly, exactly. But what are you going to do?
2: Glenn Whelan admitted it came off the back of his own head.
0: Dubious goals. Truth Tur- is truth. Turn
1: the other cheek. <laughs> okay.
0: Look, Antonio is a goal-scoring machine at home. Nine of his 13 Premier League goals have come at, at home. home. He did it last year. He had that run of like six straight or something yeah. like that at home. Yeah. where He scored. Uh, Payette had 33 goal-scoring chances for teammates going into the match. He created seven more in this
2: match. That's ridiculous. And the only reason why they didn't score more of those is because they were at home. Can't do anything at home.
1: You're just going to kill him on that. On that stadium. Hey,
2: listen, they've already been told they need to blow it up and start over.
1: Real quickly, Stokes' upcoming schedule, and I'm only mentioning this for one player, in my opinion, and that's Joe Allen. I don't know if his his scoring streak was a fluke or not. I still think he's probably a good play for his price. Good play for his price at a 5.4. Another guy who Mm -hmm. fits into the Matt Phillips and the – who were we just talking about? I've already forgotten.
0: Oh, it's it's the Robert Snodgrass. Snodgrass. Yep,
1: yep. Uh, Fits into that category like as a fifth midfielder. Uh, but his upcoming schedule, Bournemouth at Watford, Burnley at Arsenal. Yeah. So his next three games, very friendly scoring-wise. And, you know, look, again, you're not going to be relying. I don't think you're relying on your fifth midfielder every week. But if he's on your bench and he gets a sub to come in, like that's, that's you know, he, he's going to have a chance to give you points.
0: And on the that's other side, fantasy player. West Ham goes on a streak of absolute crushing
1: death. Yeah. At West Ham Spur- needs to be careful not to get thrown into the relegation zone.
0: At Spurs at so United. In- yeah. At Spurs at United, home Arsenal at Liverpool.
2: That can't get any worse. No, they're it cannot in- and one th- point above Hall in seventeenth. In not only
0: that they're
1: not they're not gonna improve on that on I'm, that If, if, so if
0: Slaven wants to show the, the medal of his team, this is the time. We're gonna find out who West Ham United really are this in the next four matches.
2: And uh, Brian, on a yeah. final note, your boy called up for the England squad for the first time, Aaron Cresswell.
0: Finally, yep. finally getting. Why, the...
1: why is it taking this long for well, Aaron well, Cresswell?
2: Primarily because of injury. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, when your leg is snapped in half. Well, not, you his, can't exactly not his. Play. In, well, his injuries plus the injuries of others allowing him to be called up into the squad. He's, yeah. a, res, he's, he's a backup. Uh, all right, next match Burnley, three. Crystal Palace, two. Sam Vokes, Johan berg Goodmanson, and Ashley Barnes. Mm -hmm. seems like Burnley keeps scoring in stoppage time. Ashley Barnes gets it done this time. Uh, Connor Wickham and Christian Menteke on a PK for Crystal Palace. Back and forth match. Five goals in this one. Burnley have allowed
0: 77 shots on target this season and only have 26 shots on target. As a team for the season. It's the biggest differential of any team in the Premier League. That's
2: amazing. And yet, Burnley is in ninth place.
0: Yeah, Burn. Up the Burnleys? Sam Vokes is a steal (laughs) right now.
2: That sounds painful.
0: Sam Vokes is a steal right now, depending on how you interpret the shots conceded on target versus shots on target statistic. He's only owned 2.9% and is just a hair over $6. Three goals and an assist in his last four. And they're one of those other teams. There's There are several teams. The next eight matches are not bad at that for them at all. At West Brom, home city, which is not good. At Stoke, home cherries, at ham, at Spurs, home bruh, <laughs> home Sunderland. You get eight. Wow. Really decent matches Burnley's going to be in
2: fifth place by the time that streak's There's over. no reason why not. <laughs> this is the height of their year. They do have two guys called up to the England squad this weekend, and well-deserved. Tom Heaton has been for a while, and it's, it's extremely well-deserved. Michael Keane, uh, defender, is, is also getting a call-up. Uh, Sam Vokes, he usually plays for, I think, Ireland. Is that right? Um, Good guess. So, I mean, they, they've got quality guys. It's only a few
0: chances. You've you, you got a one in five chance.
2: They're doing well, and Turf Moor is turning into a Premier League fortress, which yeah. is
0: crazy. Crystal
2: Palace is going to get relegated. I, They're not. What? They're, well, no, Steve they're Mandanda. Not Maybe not. Steve Mandanda sucks.
1: Now, here, here's the thing Can we just say that? Well, this is what's been going on. He's been training with Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> And so we understand what happens when you train with him.
2: You liked him before the year started. Mandana, I
1: well, I thought he'd I thought he would have the starting position and, and I he thought did. he would do better. And You're right. he has not done better. He's not good. Moving on. Uh yes. well
2: I want to give Sean Dash my fantasy a oh, yeah. half point real quick. Yeah, sure. Sorry about Just that. because he's willing to say some of the craziest things post I like that guy a lot. He says funny things all the time. Uh this week he said, I think we deserved the points by the final whistle. It was a real ding-dong of a game.
0: Has he been hanging I like out with Claudio Brian?
2: No, it's different. It's a
0: completely different it's a co- <laughs> it's a completely different uh, uh, spirit. Oh, okay. what he's talking <laughs> okay. about.
1: Okay. All right. I don't want to confuse things.
2: Bournemouth 1, Sunderland 2. What a match. Dan Gosling puts in the goal for the Cherries, but Sunderland responds. First win of the year. All wow. they needed to do. Was play some guy whose name Brian's going to tell us how to pronounce. Yeah, man. Not talking about Jermaine Defoe. He put in the second one. Another like stat
0: s- stat sheet dominated by one
2: side that doesn't matter a, a, a crap. Sunderland figured out what they need to do to win. Ban David Moyes to the stands. Go down a man. Yep. Th- that was the magic formula for Sunderland's victory.
0: You know, a weird stat real quick. I know we got to keep moving. Dan Gosling scored and the goal came in the 10th minute. Bournemouth have scored Bournemouth?
2: Bournemouth have
0: scored 4 goals in the Premier League competitions against Sunderland. All of the goals have come before the 15th minute. Wow. Isn't
2: that strange? It's so weird.
0: Right Yes, yeah, very weird.
2: Very weird. Brian, can you teach us how to say that first goal scores? Yeah, man.
0: Thing? Uh I would like I would like the music for this. There's going to be music for this. I would I
1: mean, like, we, we usually try to do. Something. I would
0: like the music for this to be the song I started a joke. Let's keep our Let's keep our <laughs> our classic rock going. I, I want the Bee Gees. I started a joke. Okay. All right. For this. All right. Uh, this week's how to say is very special. We're only doing this because it's for Sunderland, and who knows if or when we'll ever get to do something nice for Sunderland. Very true. Specifically, it's because a certain striker had himself quite a day against the Cherries. Victor, as at least one of his parents called him, we well should assume, was born in Lagos, Nigeria, but he didn't stay there long. His parents moved to Liverpool when he was just one year old. He started his professional career with Everton. He peaked with them in the 2012 2013 season, scoring six goals in 26 appearances. Who cares? He transferred to West Brom in 2013, played with them until this past summer when he was released, signed by Sunderland on September 2nd. As everyone knows, the Everton to West Brom to Sunderland journey completes in the Premier League what is known as the Dante's Inferno, descending, as it were, ever deeper into hell. What matters here is the last name, which, as it usually seems to go with names like this, is pronounced almost like the announcers are told to make up sounds at random to represent each letter's in his name. <laughs> but that's not right. That's not the way to do it. The striker who ended the waking nightmare that has been the start of Sunderland season is Victor Anichabe. Anichabe. Not Anichabe. It is not. Uh, he suffered a cracked rib yes. in this match. Yes. Putting him in je- jeopardy in case you were wanting to rush out to sign him to your team. Wow! He also scored the first goal of the season, not for Sunderland, not provided by Defoe or Patrick Van Onhold.
2: Really? That's interesting. Yeah, he comes on, broken rib. His I mean, he roofed his goal. It looked oh like he, he like bounced it all around. It got every part of the net on that yeah. goal. He Defoe destroyed.
0: assisted. Defoe had himself a game. Defoe the value of the uh, the value of the season. Yeah, but still. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It almost. I mean, I'm I'm tempted Bye. to just say forget every other. I mean, have him as your second or third striker. You would have been. You'd I've had be him doing all great. year.
1: My problem is,
2: I put him on I'm the bench. Starting him, I yeah. know the same thing with me. I had That's him on the bench problem. this week. Yep. Stupid, yep. stupid. You stupid, just gotta stupid. throw him in there. Well, who? I mean, at at some point, you just stop hoping on Sunderland. Any, oh, I don't know. Maybe we could have seen it coming at Bournemouth, but this was not a match that they were supposed to, supposed to win. I don't know. Bournemouth had some of their own consistency issues, uh, and uh, they're going to have to get those worked out over the break. Speaking of the break, we're headed into it now. U.S. Mexico, don't forget to check out our website yeah, later this week. Probably Wednesday night or Thursday, you'll see our, our, uh, our uh, column on the hex, part of our fantasy sports fan's guide to soccer. And... Uh, i look forward to it. It's just going to be a great, great World Cup qualifying weekend.
1: FantasySoccerFC.com at FantasySoccerFC on Twitter. Check us out on those places as uh, we would love to see your activity. Well, I'm not looking forward to this weekend because we're not going to get any Premier League football. But I am excited for the next podcast because doing the previews are always fun. So listen... Uh, I hope you had a good time today. We did. And
0: I don't think there's really anything else to say. Let's just play the music.
1: Just play the music, right? Yeah,
0: get our exit music going, man.
1: See ya.